Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys my wide receiver sleeper list for fantasy football in 2020. These guys aren't necessarily super deep sleepers, but they are considered sleepers because they're guys that go around round nine plus in the draft. Some of these guys are even going further, deeper back in the draft, but this video is not strictly based on deep sleepers. It's more sleepers. As a whole, there will be a deep sleeper list coming at you in a couple of weeks. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask you guys to click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I produce content every single day to help you guys win your fantasy football championship come December. So let's take that ride, click that subscribe button, and we will win this bitch together. So let's get right into it. Wide receiver sleeper list for fantasy football in 2020. First guy up to bat is Darius Slayton, wide receiver of the New York Football Giants, FFPC ADP 120. What FFPC rankings is, is pretty much, or their ADP, I should say, is rankings from drafts that take place on the FFPC website, which is high stakes fantasy football leagues, leagues over like $100 that people are drafting now. His ADP is 119, but his fantasy pros ADP, we'll see next because there's a slight difference. 6'1", 190 pounds, and his athletic look, if you look onto the right side of the screen, his workout metrics are beautiful. 95th percentile 40-yard dash, 75th percentile speed score, 60th percentile agility score, and 95th percentile catch radius coming out of college. Now, Darius Slayton's current ADP is wide receiver number 41 and overall 112, so he's going a little bit earlier on Fantasy Pros' ADP versus the FFPC ADP by a couple of picks. Now, he finished as wide receiver number 37 last year as a New York football giant in 14 games. This is his second year in the NFL, 12.1 PPR points per game, 38th at wide receiver, 83 targets, 5.9 per game, 48th at wide receiver, 48 receptions, 3.4 per game, 52nd at wide receiver, 740 receiving yards, 52.9 per game, 40th at wide receiver, 3 red zone receptions, 73 at wide receiver, 8 total tutties, 8th at wide receiver, and a 16.60% target share in that giant offense at 61st overall at wide receiver. Now, I understand that those stats aren't necessarily the best thing you've ever seen in your life with your eyes because he's not a top 10 at really anything besides from touchdown total. But what you have to understand is Darius Slayton really got his start on this team later into the season. We saw at the beginning of the year when Eli was healthy, Darius Slayton was nowhere to be found. But once Danny Dimes started stepping in, the Giants looked a lot better and so did Darius Slate. Now, I understand it took a couple of guys to get injured at the position around him for him to get his start, but just because of those injuries doesn't mean he won't be involved this season. Darius Slayton should be looking as potentially being Daniel Jones's wide receiver one. Deep down the stretch, we are seeing that happen. And Darius Slayton was catching balls deep down the field. He's a very fast guy, like I talked about before, and he is going to be getting a lot of his yards doing that. 15.4 yards per reception, 20th at wide receiver. So he's going down the field when he's catching his ball, 8.9 yards per target. 31st at wide receiver, 78.30% catchable target rate. So I think that target rate should go up. The guy's catch radius was very good, like I talked about before. So I think if the ball is getting to him in a better look coming out from Danny Dimes, I think that we could see a better Darius Slayton this year and a 33.30% contested catch rate, 27th at wide receiver. So Darius Slayton isn't one of these guys, hey, he's going to go moss some guy in the end zone like you might have thought, but he is actually pretty good at getting that contested catch rate. I think Darius Slayton is on an offense that is set up to be much better this year. And a huge bonus for Darius Slayton is actually the fact that the Giants defense is, as one would describe, as completely fucking garbage. If their defense is getting pounded, 
pounded, pounded by any fucking offense that they play against, it means that the offense is going to have to sling the ball for the Giants, and that means Darius Slayton is going to be getting a lot of looks deep down the field from Danny Dimes. I think Darius Slayton has a very good season. I think his ADP at wide receiver number 41 is way too low for a guy I could see finishing as a wide receiver 2 or a wide receiver 3 come the end of the fantasy football season. Next player up here is old man Julian Edelman, 34.1 years old, 5'10", 198 pounds. Now, everyone knows Julian Edelman, FFPC, 104.43 on FFPC. Now, looking at his real ADP on Fantasy Pros, wide receiver number 43, overall pick number 72, which is funny as fuck. Wide receiver 43, wide receiver 30 plus, and he was wide receiver number 7 last year in 2019. Now I understand why he's so low. It's because, oh my god, TB12 is gone, Tom Brady's in Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, he's gone, he fucked us right in the ass, god damn it. That's what the people are going to be thinking. They're going to, that's what the New England Knights are going to be thinking. That's what they're going to be thinking. But you know what I'm thinking? Julian Edelman has been safe for the last four years. We're going to get into his last couple of years' stats in the next portion of the video. But right now, looking back at last year, wide receiver number seven, like I said, 15.8 PPR points per game, 10th at wide receiver, 154 targets, 9.6 per game. Spin that around, it's 6.9. Nice. Three at wide receiver, 100 receptions, 6.2 per game. Fourth at wide receiver, 1,117 receiving yards, 69.8 per game. 16th at wide receiver, 15 red zone receptions. Fifth at wide receiver, six total touchdowns. 22nd at wide receiver, and 26.2% target share on the New England Patriots offense. Seventh at wide receiver. Now I know before I voiced the fake opinion of people saying, "Oh my God, he now that Tom Brady's gone, he's going to be bad." Believe in Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick took a roster last year. That was awful. Now, you know why they lost to the Titans? Because they just weren't that good. But at the end of the day, they were still able to win all those games. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Julian Edelman played quarterback in college. He could be the fucking starting quarterback of the New England Patriots, and he would still get receiving yards because he just throw it to himself. Bill Belichick loves Julian Edelman. He will make sure that Julian Edelman is involved in the slot, and he will be getting a lot of passes from whoever the starting quarterback becomes, if it's Jared Stidham or Hoyer. I don't really care. I think Julian Edelman is being very underrated, Considering he's been like a top 20 fantasy wide receiver for the last four years. And he's being drafted outside of the top 40. That makes no fucking sense to me. Let me know what you guys think about Julian Edelman down below. But now we're going to get into his stats from the last couple of seasons. In 2017, though, he did not play. He was out for the season. Like I said last year, he finishes wide receiver number 7 in 2019-2018. Wide receiver number 20, 2017 out for the season. 2016 wide receiver number 15 you can see his stats up there it's games played games started and then his target or his receptions then targets then yards touchdown so that's all that really matters in this fantasy points and ppr all the way at the end 200 plus points the last three years he has played in the nfl when he was healthy i think there's no reason why we don't see a huge producting year for Julian Edelman this season. I don't know why so many people are fading him just because of the quarterback change. The same coach is still there. They are still going to get Julian Edelman the ball. So I think Julian Edelman is a very safe wide receiver that you're finding super late because a lot of people don't want to buy in to the situation. Don't be scared. Just make sure you pick the guy because right now he was a guy last year that was drafted in like the third round. Now he's going in like the 10th plus round when he's super duper safe at that value. Next wide receiver up here, Marvin Jones, wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below and let me know about your guys' deep sleepers in the comments. 
or just sleepers overall. Marvin Jones, wide receiver of the Detroit Lions, FFPC, ADP 117. Point thirty nine, six foot two, two hundred pounds. His workout metrics from back when he was in college is like thirty now. His forty pretty fast, seventy seventh percentile, seventy sixth speed score, eighty fourth in agility score, and seventy fifth in catch radius. Now his ADP on Fantasy Pros wide receiver number forty six overall player ninety one. To be honest, that part has me fucking clueless. Last year he finished as wide receiver number twenty eight in. 13 games. He missed three games and still finished as a top 30 wide receiver. So why have him at wide receiver number 46? If he plays the whole season, he could be a top 20 guy. 14.9 PPR points per game, 19th at wide receiver. So his points per game total was amazing. 92 targets, 7.1 per game, 37th at wide receiver, 62 receptions, 4.8 per game, 32nd at wide receiver, 779 receiving yards, 59.9 per game, 36th at wide receiver, 11 red zone receptions, 9th at wide receiver, 9 total tutties, 3rd at wide receiver, and 20.2 target share, 39th at wide receiver. Looking at some stats I found quite interesting is actually how much better he played with Matt Stafford versus without Matt Stafford, which to most should be pretty obvious, but he still played better in those games. Obviously with Matt Stafford, the in-split part of the uh, picture you see on the screen and out of split is without him, so it's going to be like David Blau or whoever ended up playing for those other games. In-split, eight games versus five split out of games. In with Matthew Stafford, 13.86, half PPR points per game, 16.49 PPR points per game, 5.25 receptions, 7.12 targets, 0.75 receiving touchdowns, and 66.88 receiving yards. Without him, 10.4 half PPR points lower. PPR points, 12.4 lower. Receptions, lower at 4. Receiving touchdowns, lower at 0.6. Targets, lower at 7. And receiving yards, lower at 48.8. So he was an animal with and without Stafford, but with Stafford, he was much better. I think we could see him really come to form this year and look like a top 15 guy. All he has to do is stay healthy. I understand that there is some inconsistency with Marvin Jones. He has much better games every once in a while, and he does have some games where he's slowed down. But I think if Stafford can stay healthy, we are going to see a season from Marvin Jones like no other. Last year, I talked about how him and Galladay are like 1A and 1B, and I honestly believe when they're healthy, it is like that. It's not that Marvin Jones is the 2 or that Kenny Galladay is for sure the 1. They are both so talented that Stafford will throw the ball to either of them. I think that there's no other wide receiver options around them that are super scary to make Marvin Jones not be amazing this season for the D. Detroit Lions. Next wide receiver on the list here, we got Preston Williams, wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins, FFPC ADP 158.46, 211 pounds, undrafted free agent last season for the Dolphins, and we picked him up. I'm a Dolphins fan, and this guy is very, very fucking good. FFPC ADP, like I said over there, his wide receiver ADP on Fancy Pros is 55, which is way too low, and his overall pick is number 131. Last year, finished as wide receiver 77 in 2019 in eight games, 11.3 PPR points per game, 43rd at wide receiver, 60 targets, 7.5 per game, 68th at wide receiver, 32 receptions, 4.0 per game, 75 at wide receiver, 428 receiving yards, 53.5 per game, 73rd at wide receiver, six red zone receptions, 33rd at wide receiver, three total touchdowns, 59th at wide receiver, and a 21.4% target share, 31st at wide receiver in that Miami Dolphins offense. Something super interesting I found about Preston Williams is this stat right here. Now, this isn't necessarily Preston Williams. It is Preston Williams split with Devontae Parker, but the in-split is Devontae Parker stats when Preston Williams was in the game. I think this is notable because Devontae Parker was taking a shit when Preston Williams was in the game, and when Preston Williams was hurt, he was playing really good. So I think this correlates to two things. 
The one thing is that Devontae Parker is not that good when Preston Williams is not and when Preston Williams is healthy and that Preston Williams is so good that he is going to be the target monster over Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker in split when Preston Williams was playing the games, 9.75 PPR points per game and 11.5 PPR points per game. His receptions was 3.5 per game, 0.5 touchdowns and 6.5 targets and 50 receiving yards. Out of split, we can see when Devontae or when Preston Williams is in the game, out of the games, when he is hurt, 16.52 half PPR points per game, 19.27 PPR points per game, 5.5 receptions, 0.62 touchdowns, 9.5 targets, and 100.25 receiving yards. All of his numbers almost doubled because he was just so much better when Preston Williams was out of the games. What this shows me is that Preston Williams is much better than everyone things when he was healthy he was a guy a couple of weeks into the season like three weeks in that was a guy that you had in your flex he was that good he was on the shitty Miami Dolphins team that were god-awful at the beginning of the season and he was still tearing it up when Fitzmagic is healthy I honestly think Preston Williams will outscore Devontae Parker now once Tua comes in eight weeks, 10 weeks into the season, then it's all up in the air because Tua will just randomly throw to one guy more maybe because they have more chemistry. But I think Fitz and Preston Williams have very good chemistry. And I think that Devontae Parker is really going to upset people and Preston Williams is really going to light it up this year as an amazing sleeper late in your fantasy football draft. Now, the final guy of the video here, we have wide receiver John Brown, a.k.a. John B. of Outer Banks. Wide receiver, 146 on FFPC ADP. 5'10", 179 pounds, third pick overall a bunch of years ago because he's 30 years old. His 40-yard dash, 98th, 58th speed score, 52nd burst score, 73rd agility score, and 58th catch radius. So some of these guys' workout metrics are shit, and the guy's just completely great. So... The workout score doesn't necessarily tell you everything about the wide receiver. I just find it interesting because it kind of boosts your point in some things, like the fact that he's 98th 40-yard dash, so he's very, very, very fast. 4.32 40-yard dash. Now, John Brown comes to Buffalo last season, or maybe he's been there for a while, but last season is when we really saw his breakout. Finished as wide receiver number 20 in 2019. Right now, he's wide receiver number 50 on Fantasy Pros overall 108 ADP, so... What do the Buffalo Bills do in the offseason? They bring in John Brown. Now, John Brown is obviously not John Brown. They bring in Stephon Diggs, I should say. So John Brown loses that alpha role. He's no longer the number one guy in Buffalo, but he doesn't need to be the number one guy to perform. Last year, we saw Cole Beasley perform at a very good rate, being the second best guy on the offense. John Josh Allen is able to throw the ball all over the field, even though he throws it like 20 yards over some guys. It doesn't seem to matter because I think John Brown could do good without him. Now, his PPR points per game is probably going to go down. Last year, 14.7 PPR points per game, 22nd at wide receiver, 115 targets, which I think could still be reasonable even with Stefan Diggs there. That was 7.7 targets per game, 22nd at wide receiver, 72 receptions, 4.8 per game, 20th at wide receiver, 1,060 receiving yards, 70.7 per game, 19th at wide receiver, 5 red zone receptions, 42nd at wide receiver, 6 total touchdowns, 22nd at wide receiver, and 25.7% target share on the offense, 10th at wide receiver. I really think John Brown is going to have a similar year to last year, just slightly worse because Stefan Diggs is there. I think Stefan Diggs is still a good pick in fantasy, but John Brown, super late, is going to surprise a lot of people because of how good this Buffalo Bills team is going to be. The only worry, though, is that their defense is so good that they may just be running the ball more than normal because they're going to be up in games and not as scared because their defense is absolutely amazing and probably a top five defense in the NFL. I think John Brown has a great season yet again. Him and Josh Allen 
already have that connection. Now, him and Stefan Diggs are actually working out together, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, so that could potentially hinder my opinion that John Brown has the advantage because some of the mini camps and stuff aren't going to happen this season due to the Rona. But at the end of the day, I think John Brown is going to be a safe wide receiver. We saw him produce a lot last year. If he, even if he takes a step back, I think he's going to look great. And if Stefan Diggs was to somehow get hurt doing one of those stupid workouts you always see him doing on Twitter, maybe just maybe John Brown could perform again. Amazing, but he's like, John Brown's going to be your wide receiver four or five on your team, and you can throw him in easily as your flex when Buffalo has an easy opponent like the Jets or something, where he absolutely just butt fucks them, and you get a bunch of points. I think John Brown is going to be a safe pick late. Not as much upside as some of these guys, I think, because there's, unless he, I guess that's kind of untrue, because he does have a lot of upside if Stefan Diggs get hurt, gets hurt, but it is kind of capped, where some of these guys like Darius Slayton legitimately could be the wide receiver one on the team. Same thing goes with Devontae Parker, where we know Stefan Diggs is clearly going to be the one in Buffalo. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, please click that subscribe button that's on the screen and down below. Check out the video above me to the left and to the top left. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to leave down below the special code, and I'll shout you out in a future video. Leave down code blue. I love each and every single one of you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Good boy.